welcome to another episode of Getting Off the Hamster Wheel, how to find a career that brings you joy, fulfillment, and success. My name is Karen Weeks, and for those of you who don't know me, I'm a coach that focuses on helping people transform their career to get unstuck and find something they enjoy. And I know what that's like because I'm a career changer myself, from theater to HR, even within HR, different companies, different roles, and now adding coaching to that practice as well. My goal with this podcast is to have people feel inspired. If you're feeling stuck in a career or if you're struggling to picture yourself in a new career because you've so identified yourself by what you do today, maybe you're at a crossroads, maybe you're burnt out, whatever it is, I get it. All my guests get it. We've all been stuck, but you can make a change and gain the tools to make that change. That's the point of these mini episodes is to give you those tools you will be able to find a career that you will truly love moving forward, where you wake up in the morning saying, I get to go to work versus, oh, I have to go to work. So in my conversation last week with Alex, he talked about the shift to freelance life and what he's learned along the way by doing that. I've actually talked to several people on the podcast who started their own business, either full-time or just on the side. Heck, I'm doing that right now for my coaching business. So I wanted to dive deeper into three areas that Alex mentioned to create challenges to help you be set up for success as a freelancer or starting your own company. These are things I've learned in addition to things Alex mentioned as well. So challenge number one, identify your skills and interests. And by the way, I'm referring to outside of what you do in your business. Alex is a photographer. Clearly, that's his main skill. But there are other things that he has to do within his business outside of the photography that he may or may not have felt comfortable with. Think like website design, admin or scheduling, accounting, marketing, all of those other business functions. For example, some people love marketing and anything creative. And while I'm getting more comfortable with it, when it came to setting up my website, I knew I would either spend hours and hours working on it and really drudging through it. Or I could go to a place like Fiverr, or now even I get outreach from creative designers on like LinkedIn to do the work for me. They'll do it faster, half the time, and get a way better result than if I tried to power through it. Or some people hire a PA or a personal assistant, mainly because they have so much going on in their life, they know they can't keep up all the balls in the air at the same time, especially when it comes to to scheduling and follow-ups. But on the flip side, I love editing and producing this podcast episodes every week. It makes me feel more connected to the guests and the content and therefore you, the audience. I've gotten pretty comfortable with the tools I use, so I've decided I'm not going to outsource that right now. But other people I know who do podcasts, it was one of the first things they did was find a producer and an editor. So when you think about your business, what are some things that you enjoy doing within the business, again, not the main point of the business, but the the other areas, and what are the gaps? Come up with that list first. Then go to challenge number two, find people to fill those gaps. As I mentioned, you wanna find experts to help you. You don't have to do it all yourself. You'll also probably get better results when you have other people help you out. It will also mean that you're focusing on the work that excites you and brings you energy. Starting a company, even if it's a part-time freelancing gig, is a lot of work and you want it to be fun. So find help to do the work that's not fun for you. And you don't have to spend a lot of money. I know you're probably funding this on your own or it is coming out of your savings until you build up some clients, 
but you can use platforms like Fiverr, or maybe there's someone else just starting their career and looking to build up experience and get testimonials in return for the work. Or you can even help out other freelancers and offer an exchange. If you're an accountant, maybe you can help someone with their finances if they help you set up your website. You also want to fill those gaps with experts so you don't make any mistakes. I had a friend who's a lawyer look through my contracts before I started sharing it with clients. I have a business coach that gave me a list of things I need to think through, like create an LLC, get insurance, all of those pieces. So when you looked at your list of things that you enjoyed doing and things that you didn't enjoy doing or you're not an expert in where you really need that level of expertise, what are you going to outsource so you aren't trying to do it all? Finally, challenge number three. Carve out time to work on your business. So now that you've identified what you're going to outsource, you still have to find time for the work that you're going to do outside of what you literally do in your business. We're all busy. We may have personal things we're connected to, our family. We may still have our full-time gigs. Whatever the thing is, we always say the words, I'm so busy, I don't have enough time. But if you're going to start a gig as a freelancer, whether that's full-time or part-time, you need to protect the time to actually work on it. Both work on the business, but also literally do whatever the work is you're going to be doing. It's a lot like exercising or other things that are important to you. You have to make the time, make it important, or you'll easily spend time going down a Netflix rabbit hole or find yourself on social media an hour later. Which, by the way, nothing wrong with either of those. Sometimes you need those moments as well. But depending on how you manage your time and where you have flexibility and the other priorities in your life, it may not be where you need to be spending your time as you start a business. So where can you find even just one hour this week to focus on your business? Hopefully those three challenges were helpful. Like I said, more and more people I talk to are thinking about ways to either start their own thing or do something on the side to bring them that joy and fulfillment while they are thinking about career changers or maybe to test out a different career. So hopefully those things will help you really focus on areas where you can be successful if that's something that's important to you. Join us next week when I talk to Kanor about her career journey through many different companies and industries, specifically focusing on design but how that led to a philosophy of I quit and recognizing she doesn't have to be stuck in a role or company that doesn't fit her goals. That might sound a little familiar to some of you. So please join us. Finally, please consider subscribing, sharing these episodes with others and leaving a rating and review on the platform of your choice. You can find all my contact information in the podcast overview. I currently offer one-on-one coaching webinars, including one next Thursday, March 25th at 5 p.m. East Coast around career changers and getting some free live coaching during the webinar. And I'm going to be launching a program this spring, registration opening probably early April. So stay connected and stay tuned. Until next time, remember, there's always a way to get off the hamster wheel. Oh, 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 oh